everybody, it's uh, Aaron and Jim. I forgot his name. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and we did, we just saw a movie. We just saw a movie called The Post, mm-hmm. uh, which is about I got the ticket to prove it. You got, the, you got the stub to prove it, which is about the Washington Post decision uh, to to publish information about the Pentagon Papers when it was leaked to them about the the futile nature of the the Vietnam War and their ensuing legal victory. Uh, and it was uh, an amazing experience for me, Jim. What do you think? Uh, yes, not not since spotlight last year or maybe the year before before have i seen a movie that was so uh important important i think in our day and age that is very very important movie for people to see yeah to remember maybe the role of the the press within our society and journalism Uh uh-huh proper journalism Uh uh-huh uh yeah i would say it was a a great film headed by some truly great actors yeah, uh, who who bring home the weight and severity of the situation? I felt pretty smug through a lot of this movie because, as we've been talking about in our Baldi's preparation, you know, I I I watched the uh, Ken Burns Vietnam War documentary, mm-hmm. and a lot of the basic facts of the movie that are kind of the movie's about those facts, but it's more about the 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 art of publishing and the the, the wrestling that goes into you know being a journalist and owning a newspaper and making those tough decisions when you are. Uh, you are against the interests or the claimed interest of the the government of the United States of America, mm-hmm. um, and I just you know the thing is is like I, I when it's important it's like this is this is not a liberal hatchet job, uh, and I like the fact that it's about this is this isn't this is almost an allegory about the Vietnam War that's easily applicable to our day um, because. As this movie makes clear, and as the Ken Burns documentary makes horrifyingly clear, this is a multi-partisan issue where the United States government, sometime after World War II, probably before World War II, got in the habit of lying to the American people mm-hmm. uh, about about war. And I think that um, it's a damn shame that not that all that 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 it, this is a, this is a partisan issue. The idea that. The American government cannot lie about the motivations of our war, of any war that we, we get into, mm-hmm. um, and they cannot lie about the facts on the ground of that war because ultimately they report to us and we make the decisions about who to put in and make, the, and, and make those decisions. And if the people that we put in place start lying to us and hide those decisions and hide those motivations and blow sunshine up our ass uh, – we the the, the, uh, the our government of the people by the people for the people fucking stops working. And worse yet, the prohibiting the only mechanism we have for exposing those types of behaviors yeah. um from operating right. correctly. And and potentially even the people who operate the press, the 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 means of combating the lies um being colluding with them, you know? Yes. I, maybe not intentionally, but right. perhaps just through it's personal human. relationships. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, something I think about as a podcaster, uh, <laughs> the relationships that I have with television executives. That's one of the reasons we don't, we, do, have we don't do interviews. Yes. Right. And it's, and I, I joke about that, you know, but uh-huh. it is kind of partially that, but way far more importantly, the papers must also keep that sense of credibility. Right. Um, and I don't know, this movie does a great job of showing, I guess, all sides of this. Mm-hmm. Well, from, 
I don't know, from like a business perspective as a paper, like there are good arguments to be made on both sides. If you if you piss off the people who maybe can destroy your paper, Mm -hmm. there's no paper to report the facts. Right. If you um, if you go ahead and and acquiesce to them, Mm -hmm. then you're doing a disservice to the public because now you're not printing facts. Right. There's something that Tom Hanks character, the editor of The Post, said that the right to publish is not worth anything if you don't publish. Right. Like a theoretical right, as long as the government says it's okay. <laughs> it's no and, good and he, if it's and, not exercised, sure. And, and I like, you know, this is kind of like, there's a lot of these characters that come to grips with how they've kind of been, as, as Tom Hanks' editor says, I, I was a stooge for Jack Kennedy. I like Jack Kennedy. Yeah. Um, I thought he was doing the, 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 the best for our country. And, you know, the, but you've got the this thing where, uh, and, you know, this other thing is like, I, this... The press used to do stuff like that. Like the press didn't test, uh, kept FDR's secret that he was crippled, couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. They kept uh, Jack Kennedy's uh, secrets about his his uh, worsening <laughs> sicknesses and all of his mm-hmm. moral indiscretions. Yeah. Um, and right around this, you know, and that's the thing. Like, yes, it was Nixon who finally, I guess, it blew up in his face. Mm-hmm. But this. This pro this confrontation would have happened under the Truman administration, the Eisenhower administration, the Kennedy administration, the Johnson mm-hmm. administration. It just it just happened that in the course of history, uh, it happened in the the Nixon administration, um, and it's just I don't know. That's the horrifying thing that tens of thousands of Americans and God knows how many Vietnamese would die, mm-hmm. and it's something that really affect hit me hard because. I was born into a family of Republicans going way back, and I always identified myself as a Republican. And in 2004, even though I was in a religious cult, my mom got me in a religious cult to forbid my political expression. Uh, but I actually, I actually, on the sly, voted for George Bush in 2004. Hmm. I thought it was super important because I thought mm-hmm. the press was trying to, to fuck us uh uh, I was all f- filled with patriotic uh, fervor because of 9-11, and uh, I it, I never dreamed that a man like Colin Powell, who I respected and admired since I was a teenager, would get in front of the world and, and fucking lie. Mm-hmm. And then you start learning about the Vietnam War, and you learn about uh, Watergate, and the fact that I was wrong, and they were wrong, and they knew they were wrong, and they did this anyway. Like, God damn it. At some point, we have to have a reckoning about this shit. Th- things are things are either correct or they're not correct. They're either right or they're wrong. And what's funny is, I guarantee on tomorrow, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read some conservative websites. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up Red State, and there's gonna be a fucking editorial about this movie and how smug and self congratulatory that Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg and Meryl Streep, who oh by the way knew all about Harvey Weinstein, and they're a bunch of hypocrites, and they're like they cost us the it's it's going to it's in 2018 it's that's going to be the tone of the coverage because people still can't separate what side of team we're on mm-hmm. and i guess i'm thankful because i grew up conservative that i have the gene that allows me to ex- express respect and admiration and awe of our military for keeping us safe and i can also look at these journalists and see how brave and vital their role is um yeah man i just i got choked up so many times and felt so proud yeah. To be an American. And, and also, like, I felt 
I felt good because it's like we have done this once. We've done this many times again. We we can do we we can do it again. We can get people out in the streets. We can demand accountability from our leaders, and we will. And we will. Yeah, it's it's rare that I'm proud of an institution. I guess, uh-huh. um, but. You look at the the papers like the Washington Post and the New York Times and a lot of other bigger papers across the country, and you say it's hard to point the finger and say you're doing a disservice um, to to the country. Uh, Whereas other institutions, it's much easier to do that. So, uh, and in and in shining example cases, you can point to them and say they are actually they have the best interests of everyone at heart, you know, and and they're acting on them in ways that might cost them everything. Yeah. Um, and if they don't act on them, it costs us everything. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. It, it's. <laughs> so we, I, I feel like we spent... we're we're into the we're well into spoiler territory here, but we we probably need to have a further discussion about this in the spoiler section. Oh shit! Yeah, because I was just I was just laying out. I was hoping because I, I I feel like because again I'm aware of the push pull this the sides. The I've, I'm I'm I, by confessing my uh, former or well I don't know I don't even know what to call myself now except for an American. And it's hard to say something you know based in the historical fact is can be spoiled yeah. at all. You yeah. know, like are you gonna be are you gonna yell spoilers if we go read the Wikipedia article about right. this, the Pentagon Papers right. or what? And there's so much to talk about. <laughs> Um, but I just I would hate for people to be dismissive of this because of the climate and whatever side of the of, sure. of the debate you're on. Because ultimately, again, there's right and wrong, there's fact and fiction, and then there's spin. And we're living in a country that has a sixty plus year history of fucking treating us like children and bullshitting us and relying on our patriotic feelings to shout any doubt down mm-hmm. and i hope that doesn't happen and i will say this the last political film i saw this political film was snowden and yeah. there was six other people in the theater with me uh-huh. and i went to see the post tonight and it was a fucking packed house yeah it was a fucking packed house for the first showing you can see and i don't know does that does that does that mean something uh i'd like to think so yeah so same theater mm-hmm. um I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it, yes, there's a lot more star power in this, and holy shit, there's so much. This, this fucking film d- bench is so goddamn deep. Yeah. I couldn't believe, like, you were reading <laughs> the, the off- ways in which they use major actors is trivial, but, yeah. but they're there. Yeah. Like, I mean, I couldn't believe how they're, u- like, like, Carrie Coon is mm-hmm. a bit part. She is. The, the the it it's it's so deep and everyone gets like their little moment shine because I'm thinking like Carrie Coon I'm like is she wasted in this film like now I would I I would give my left nut slash ovary to be in this film uh-huh. if I was an actor um and I'm I just as I was thinking like you know maybe you know this could have been really anyone she has that moment where she's relaying the Supreme the Supreme Court's decision about an important thing that we're not going to spoil in the movie <laughs> and I'm like fuck that's why Carrie Coon yeah had. 30 seconds of screen time until now because you gotta have you you need you need someone to sell that shit Mm -hmm. you need someone to sell that moment and top to bottom it's just spectacular yeah spectacular it is it's really good uh everyone should see it um it's a great civics lesson of what the fourth estate does for us it's the best movie i've seen so far this year (laughs) (laughs) good way to put it good way to put it uh let us 
Talk we, about the trailers? We want to talk about the trailers? Are we done talking sure. about just general, general thoughts? an extended Red Sparrow trailer yeah, that so actually made it look pretty cool. First off, uh, we saw a movie or a trailer for a movie coming out. Is that what it's called? I thought it was Love, Simon. Is it? I thought it was coming know. out. There were there were so many words that they put up on the screen over mm. what could have been title cards. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's it, either coming out or Love, Simon or uh, I don't know. It's essentially because, like, I guess I like movies like this that that you, that question my understanding of things and remind me that everyone's different and everybody think, does things at a different pace. Because, like, I guess in, in, in 2018, I would not give much thought to a young man coming out as gay to his friends and his family and his social group. Right. You would at, think at that first, would be so much easier now. At first thought, I'm like, why does this movie need to be made? Right. What, who the fuck is out there that needs to have this movie made? And then I, I watched the trailer and I thought, you know, yes, my my sensibilities on that right. stuff have matured to the point where it's not a big deal right. for me. But for so many other people in this country, it is still a big deal. Right. Um, and, I, and I understand, like, I, I started to understand as I watched it, especially as I got to the end of the trailer mm. where they're doing, like, the... Oh, I'm coming out of straight to my parents. And that's the thing is, you know? it's very funny too. This isn't like Philadelphia. This right. is like, yeah, like, well, what if you imagine if you had to come out of straight and like right. the one parent, it really like, puts oh, it in Lord, perspective. Lord, my baby's heterosexual. <laughs> like, it's right, like, like it's the worst imagine? thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it, it's it really put it into perspective by the end of the trailer. So I think I think and, that I, could be cool. And the line where he said. Um, you know, it's not like I'm ashamed or I'm scared. It's just like I'm 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 not sure I'm ready to let go of the person that I was and become or tell this... the world who I am. Exactly. You know? Like how like, do you do that? That really resonated with me. Sure, and that can resonate with everyone. Yes. Not not gay, not straight, just everyone. So I think. despite my heteronormative view that the 2018 what 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 are we still what are we still <laughs> right. doing? Like uh, you know, the movie told me to shut the fuck up and listen, and yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, Red Sparrow, yes. I was excited, but kind of sort of excited about Red Sparrow. Um, mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawson, or La- wait, Lawrence. Lawrence started yeah. talking, and she has kind of a, I don't know about Russian accent. Okay, she's got a Malkovich accent from Rounders. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, the, yeah, the trailer really won, won me over. Yeah, I hope it's, no, I, it looks cool. I hope it it's, looks like counter, like espionage, counter espionage, like, Playing both sides, kind of stuff, which yeah. I love. You know, it's yeah. a thriller. Yeah, and despite me not liking the Americans, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, Red Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Um, Mama Mia too. This probably fu- you this, had no idea is, what to make of this. This is not for me. I knew it was the sequel to a very famous movie. Me and Cecily grabbed each other and were like. <laughs> throughout this whole thing because we both like I'm I'm an unabashed fan of musicals. Mama Mia is a musical where they all of the music pieces are classic ABBA songs. Okay. And they somehow repurpose the lyrics to be the 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 you know the whatever is poignant or funny or interesting or sexy at the time and it's about a uh, it's about a, a, a daughter who sets up this like weird parent trap where she doesn't know who her parent, her dad is, and she invites. Uh, she's gone through her mom's like journals and identified like three or four guys it could be, and she invites invites them all to her wedding. 
to try to figure out who is the father, and it's really sweet in the Meryl Streep version. Yeah, there was that movie. A movie just came out about this, like with Ving Rhames and oh, that Terry was, Bradshaw. Yeah, yeah, and... it, it, yeah, it probably wasn't much <laughs> dancing and, and no musical numbers. Terry, Terry Bradshaw, very little, very surprisingly little, light on his feet. Very little wit and charm. But this is Mamma Mia too, where it's the backstory of how Meryl Streep got into the Greek island uh, bed and breakfast business, and you get to see the young versions of. Uh, it's not called. I forget. Yeah, no, it is Colin Firth and uh, Pierce Bronson and, and the other guy. Uh, is that the, is that Skarsgård? Peter Skarsgård, mm, I think? I don't know. Um, you also get to see what surely must be a CG'd share at this point. You know point. what? I'm like, pissed. My, I'm pissed. That the they same, revealed it? I'm sa- pissed the same way they revealed the Hulk and Thor. <laughs> like, the whole theater you could see. Yeah, they went wild when Cher Like, there's up. an energy when that happened. But, like, God damn it, in the context of the movie, that would have been so much better. And, I was yeah. the, and, and like, are you going to go see Mamma Mia 2? No. Did you care that Cher popped no. out? The only ones that care are Mamma Mia fans. So yeah. save us some, <laughs> save us some fucking dessert. God damn you, trailer they people. They want to make damn sure you're going to see this movie. God damn you, trailer people. <laughs> um... I, if me and Seth are going to see it opening night, and we're going to do a podcast on it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit about Cher or Mamma Mia or your podcast on it. So uh, have fun. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the, we move on to the Clint Eastwood directed 1517 to Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anything about the true story that this is based on, but it I seems don't. like a train holdup. Yeah, it seems like a, a cool concept where he goes back in time to identify the lives these here. I guess the heroes that foiled or like stopped it, uh, and and reveal what went into the making of the men who would do such a thing. That yeah. would see an opportunity of a of an active shooter and almost certain death. And I assume uh, you probably saved the day at the cost of of, of uh, at least one of their lives. Yeah, so that's the interesting thing that the trailer says is it's actually played by the people who experienced the events. That so was... they're not actors. They're okay. They're... So like, yeah, I, I wonder, like, is did they literally? Because I wasn't sure. Well, like, I almost that's blacked I out when it. I saw that, and then at the end, like, when it seemed like there's no way that guy can survive. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Uh, that's even a cooler concept. Yeah, I think it looks it looks very interesting. Um, Sicario two. Did this not... movie need a sequel? Uh, I don't know. I mean, everyone talks talks uh, Sicario up, and it's been on my list of things to see. Um, it looks it looks very interesting and awesome and badass. Uh, but yeah, I've never seen it. Um, I guess, and it, it's 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 written or directed. The original is directed by Dennis uh, Villanova. I'm not sure if the new one is. Um, you know, he's got a lot of talent. Here's my problem. I get. I get it's very hard for me to get excited about drug drug mm-hmm. uh, contemporary drug films. Yeah, can can we get over the the whole? Hey, it's cool to watch bad guys doing bad things. Yeah, because can, again, can we get like, on get the, the like, train of like the journalists are heroes and yeah. the scientists are heroes, yeah. and we don't need these fucking drug Especially lords since, being like, glorified? Because like, like, again, like these drug guys are bad dudes. Sure, and I could watch them get blown away by government agents all day long. But the mm-hmm. fact is, this is gladiatorial sport. We <laughs> okay. we are putting yeah. on we are putting on the lions versus the the Christians versus the lions every fucking day for a, a, a reasons unknown to me mm-hmm. and like I don't like it anymore I don't like I I, I don't I, I I don't see how I can get excited like, again yeah. respect for the military it's still through the roof um 
I I guess I admired individual like DEA agents and people trying to interdict this shit, but you guys are pissing up a rope and per- voluntarily participating in a war that we're keeping going at this point. <laughs> so I just I think I just decided fuck Sicario too. I don't Dennis. Okay. Uh, you got plenty of other movies. I'll see. I, I don't need to see that. Yeah. Uh, Winchester. Helen Mirren, uh, crazy mm. heiress to the Winchester fortune. Who? So this concept suddenly got a lot cooler. The, the historical fact that she's got this crazy mansion with all these rooms, yeah, with the idea that this heiress is being haunted by the ghosts of people who have been murdered by the weapons <laughs> her family has made, right? And she's trying to ritualistically. It's a little heavy-handed, but okay. I like I'll it's, it's, you there. it's a fucking cool setup. She's trying to ritualistically mm-hmm. um, keep this penal colony of ghosts at bay, these restless ghosts at bay, and it seems like there's been a prison riot. Uh-huh. That's a fucking cool idea for a horror story. Okay, and yeah. Uh, finally, Annihilation, which we have recently selected to be a bald movie when it comes out. Hmm. Uh, I think this is the first time you've seen a trailer. Uh, what'd you th- my, my understanding of this is it a was... very well-regarded science fiction novel that's being adapted into huh. a movie starring Natalie Portman. What I just think? hope the trailer hasn't said everything this movie wants to say. Yeah. That's my my fear, is that Annihilation, that, that it's all in the title. Right. That, that you know, the idea that uh, someone else's destruction... Or, or your destruction might be someone else's creation, is a, a good one. But if it, if the entire movie is in the title, I'm not interested in watching 90 minutes of Natalie Portman fighting monsters. On the other hand, <laughs> okay, it has the, a it, cool it, rainbow it, wall. It's beautiful. <laughs> it, yeah, it the is, whole movie is. is beautiful, and some of the mutations are very interesting. That's I, I what I'm guessing is there's some kind of unknown thing that's accelerating mutations on the planet Earth, and mm-hmm. you get alligators with the shark teeth, and you get uh, woodland deer with beautiful bouquet antlers, mm-hmm. and just some striking, awesome visuals, and then some just terror. There's just some horribly frightening freak show shit too. Uh, yeah, I, I I feel you though. I feel because the I'm very first the trailers were v- heavy on the visuals and the mystery, light on what the hell's going on, and guys, goddamn trail. They're they're they're, yeah. they're, they're almost they're trailer traders. <laughs> are are undermining the artist craft, man. They're, they're trailer trash. You are not. That's what they are. You are admin. You are not storytellers. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. Then you need the editor of the film to make the trailer. I need I need President Nixon to get out of his grave and file an injunction against these fuckers. <laughs> um. Yeah. Those are the trailers before yeah. the post. And unfortunately, this is the point in the uh, review in which we have to say goodbye to everybody who is not a club member because. Um, you know, the, uh, the, the spoiler filled review sections for our first run bald movies are exclusive to, uh, club bald move fans. And you can join by going to club.baldmove.com for this and many other benefits, uh, and get access to, to our spoiler reviews and, and all the other, the, the pitches right there. There's lots of free samples. You can try the club for 30 days, uh, risk free. Uh, and now it's time to talk about spoilers regarding the post. <laughs> 